but let me just get the proposition clear. Yeah. So my argument is that the worst possible misery for everyone is bad. That's hell. Okay, that's, so, so hell is, is the religious version of that, but I'm just, you can forget about religion or whether there's a God or anything else. We live in a universe that admits of the possibility of experience. I'm asking you to imagine a universe where every conscious mind, every mind that can have an experience, is tuned to the worst possible experience for that mind for as long as possible. So there's no silver lining, there's no, there are no lessons learned. Everything that can suffer, suffers as much as it possibly can for as long as it can. Now that includes human beings, includes animals, and includes future AI that we might build that can suffer. It includes beings that we'll never know about, right? So my argument is, that's bad. If anything is bad, that's bad. Okay, we don't and disagree that if, hell is bad. If, if the word bad is going to mean anything, that's bad. You can't say... That's fine, but it's not a factual claim. No, no it is. It's a, fact, it's a claim about... So I would argue to you, and again, it's, it's hard to impart this intuition if someone doesn't share it, but if someone doesn't share this intuition, I have no way of interpreting any other, other word that comes out of their mouth after they, they admit they don't share this. So, I mean, so just imagine someone but saying... But even that doesn't make it a factual claim. Every, claim. every claim we make about anything, at a certain point, if you trace all the tools we're using down to, you know, turtles all the way down to something that we can't explain and justify, right? This is true of physics, it's true of mathematics, I just said it was true of, of arithmetic. Uh, good old proof is true of arithmetic. We have intuition of truth that can't be cashed out by recourse to the system itself. Uh, and it's true morally, I would argue, in this sense, that yes, the worst possible misery for everyone is bad. And if you're going to say, well, Okay, who knows? Maybe it's good. What does, I, bad, what does bad mean? You're literally playing devil's advocate here because you don't believe that it's that hell might be good. No, right? of course not. Okay. I, didn't, so, I didn't say that. So, for a second. so you're willing, I agree that it's bad. And this is an, I would argue that anything you would, if you're going to use the, the word bad and good, yep. or better and worse, or anything, any, make any value judgment about anything, it will implicit in those judgments will be an acknowledgement, whether you're going to acknowledge it or not. When I put a question to you, that the worst possible misery for everyone is bad. You yeah. can't use the word bad unless I'm you're not, going to I'm not disagree in the least about that. Okay. So it's built into your good and bad in with respect to every other situation in life. Fine. You, got, like, you know, if you if you're going home tomorrow and you you know a bus drives by and cuts your hand off and you say, well, that was bad. Uh, <laughs> It only makes sense with reference to, to, to this underlying claim. Well, it would be worse if the other hand got cut off too, and everyone's hand got cut you're, off. You're beating a dead horse here, man. I agree okay. with you. So I'm saying that everyone assumes this, whether they whether they claim to or not. Okay. Okay. And, and so, no and so to say, and this is, this is how I bring G.E. Moore's argument to, to end. Yeah. Right. He says his argument depends on it being intelligible at that point to say, well, is that really bad? Is it really bad? Okay. Well, what would really bad be if if the worst possible misery for everyone didn't get you there? And first of all, I'll talk about why I think Sam Harris's discussion of the moral landscape is incorrect. And the first one is, this is, of course, what Jordan Peterson was saying. It's not a factual claim. And I think um, this is something that Sam Harris fails to answer. And it's something which is quite common in moral philosophy. And, of course, it goes back to G.E. Moore's uh, ob objection. And, and Sam Harris is trying to say, well, let's stop G.E. Moore's objection by creating this story, or at least creating this common assumption that everyone believes that X is bad. Now, but then that doesn't actually answer the is ought objection on what G.E. Moore is arguing is saying, well, how can you make a factual claim? How do you make a true claim out of a descriptive claim? It's like, well, all right, um, this is an iPhone. The sun is sunny outside. I mean, you can see the sun's coming through the window. Is that a good or a bad thing? It's raining outside. Is that good or bad? The same thing goes with, well, all right, is, is like everyone is suffering. Is that a bad proposition? Now, now, is that a factual claim? On one hand, you say, well, it is a factual claim in the, in the trans-subjective sense. That goes back to the beginning of this interview. And when Sam Harris is saying, well, everyone assumes that that is the case. Well, that is going back to the appeal to the transubjective. And the transubjective, as I said, is, well, something is objectively true if and only if everyone perceives such X to be the case. So this is transubjectively metal because everyone perceives this as metal. And in the same way, um, perhaps you will have, um, you'll have, well, everyone perceives killing people and raping people to be bad because everyone perceives that those things to be bad. However, you could grant all that and then have this problem. It's like, well, everyone believed the world was flat a few thousand years ago. Does that make the world being flat transubjectively true? 
that's another question. And you can say, well, maybe it was true from a phenomenological standpoint, but not true from an epistemic or a scientific standpoint. Sure. But now then you have different categories of truth. And well, would Sam Harris accept the fact that perhaps the idea of his good and evil was is only just as true as people believing the world was flat a few million years ago when everyone believed that the world was flat a few million years ago? Perhaps not. And I don't think he would accept that. So I do think that there is a fundamental distinction, a problem with Sam Harris's moral landscape, which lies from this Izzot distinction. How does he make a descriptive case? And what Jordan Peterson is doing, or at least, or at least why he's introducing the story, and I think this is the reason for why he wants to give the story the, the truth value there, is to say, well, actually, given the structure of heaven or in hell, and the fact that what you're perceiving as bad is actually bad, if you give the story a normative value, then, well, you can actually get um, objective facts about certain situations. Now, the problem there, then, is not about getting an objective story, but, well, the question is, well, which story is the correct one objectively? And then you have more discussions about that. Well, which story is the correct story? Is it the Christian one? Is it the Muslim one? Is it the Jewish one? Is it the Chinese one? Which story is the correct story to describe the world? And that's a more fundamental question, which which is something that you have to wrestle with as well. And of course, each Christians or whoever is will have their own perception of it. But that doesn't change from the fundamental idea that there is something at odds, there is something at struggle, there's at some conflict there, which goes beyond merely saying, well, everyone just assumes the worst possible situation is bad. Well, you have to go beyond that if you want to make a solid factual claim about the situation. And I think that that is the crux of the argument which is being seen here. And I hope um, this is the main problem with um, Sam Harris's moral land. It's the area which I'm, I think is causing the most disagreement between the two gentlemen. <laughs>